Stay tuned, and I will give you a morning routine that will rock your day. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. My name is Rick Silover. Uh, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Um, once again, my, my goal here is to provide some much-needed encouragement, uh, some guidance, some inspiration, uh, motivation in our uh, ever-changing collision industry. Um, try to be a, a lighthouse for those of you you know, navigating some of the choppy waters and jagged reefs in our business and uh, in our life. Today I want to share something extremely important uh, in my eyes, um, something that's probably the most critical component of having a rock-solid, unbreakable mindset. Uh, I want to go up upstream and uh, anchor in something that'll be a foundation for not only your short-term success, uh, but a small little you know life mind hack that'll secure next-level performance in both your personal and professional lives. Uh, something that at least 95%, if not more, uh, at least 95% of today's most successful entrepreneurs, uh, business leaders, uh, health and fitness experts, uh, billionaires, millionaires, and uh, just people that get things done and, and move ahead in life uh, do this every single day. They start their day with a consistent morning routine. Now, I'll take a second and, and dispel some of the BS reasons we give ourselves, and, you know, me included. I've, I've been there, too. Uh, some reasons that we'll give ourselves for not doing this, like, uh, you know, I don't have enough time, or I'm too out of shape. Or I have too many responsibilities, or I have my kids to deal with in the morning, or, or I'm just not a morning person, or, you know, the list goes on and on and on. So um, that's all BS that we tell ourselves. We all have 24 hours in a day. How we choose to chop that day up and spend those 24 hours is uniquely and completely up to us. And we make every decision for every hour that we spend. So to say we don't have time, uh, we, we can make time. There's, there's extremely successful people and just average people that make time for these things uh, every day uh, without an issue. It's just a matter of moving things around. Uh, not being a morning person, nobody's a morning person. You create habits and you follow them. So you can become a morning person even if you've always been that person that likes to sleep in until 9, 10, 11 o'clock. Um, you can change that. If you feel that you're too out of shape to, to get into some kind of morning routine, 
Uh, trust me, everybody's been out of shape at one point or another in their life, uh, maybe by a little, maybe by a lot. But uh, the only way to get into shape or in better shape than you are is to start something. You have to have action. You have to move forward in order to make any changes uh, in your life, your health, your body, anything. So I'll break this up into what I feel are six steps uh, that are actually very simple. Uh, they don't need to be overwhelming at all, uh, will not take up a ton of time, and will only feel uncomfortable for maybe the first week or so. Um, you know, Keep in mind, no growth happens in your comfort zone, so you have to get a little bit uncomfortable sometimes in life for actually you know, to move forward, to have some growth, uh, to get to a next level. So it's okay. It's only for a short while, and you're past it, and then it becomes routine, and it becomes comfortable, and it becomes something you actually look forward to. So trust me, I've, I've gone through this. I know exactly uh, what the starting point feels like, and, and I know what it feels like once you've gotten past the hump, and it becomes routine. So with that said, you will start to feel results rather quickly. So this is a great change that you could make that you'll start to see some results or start to get some payoff uh, quicker than, than most other things. We'll refer to this as the 2190 rule. So uh, from studies done, uh, it takes about 21 days to make a habit. Uh, it takes about 90 days before it becomes a permanent lifestyle change. Uh, or another way to look at it, and, and some other studies I've looked at, also says that uh, it takes about 66 days for a habit to become automatic. So, you know, if you try this for two weeks and, and you know, it, it feels good and you start to make some progress and, you, and then you blow it off for a week or two, you're going to have to kind of start all over again because it really takes consistency. It takes doing it every day. And like I said, once you get past 21 days, it's now a habit. But you got to push a little further, push through to, you know, 66 days roughly, and it's going to become automatic. So you'll get up in the morning, and automatically this is what you're going to be doing. And after about 90 days, it's, it's a lifestyle change. And it's probably the best lifestyle change that you'll ever make. Um, I, I've done this uh, this year. Uh, I, I've been in you know various forms of, of a morning routine for a lot of years, but I really in earnest um, made a major change and a major commitment uh, early in this year, and I've stuck to it, and I tell you, it's it's paid uh, huge dividends for me personally. So, anyways, uh, let's get to it. Uh, so, step one: um, wake up early. So, not everybody is an early riser. I get that, um, but regardless of what time you normally get up, plan on getting up an hour earlier, if possible, uh, at least thirty minutes earlier, bare minimum. But if you can get up an hour earlier, uh, that's fantastic. And that will give you the amount of time that you need, uh, number one, for yourself, um, because you deserve an hour uninterrupted by kids, by spouses, by work, by TV, by everything else. You need an hour just for you uh, to get some things accomplished uh, that's going to really uh, catapult your day uh, it, you know, forward in, in a great direction. So um, go to bed a little earlier. Like I said earlier, we all have 24 hours in a day. So how you choose to spend that 24 hours is uniquely up to you. But go to bed a little earlier. 
you know, skip that last half an hour of TV or the last hour of a Netflix or, or something that you know, really isn't doing you much good yet. Yeah, feels good to sit on the couch and, and just veg out and watch TV, but it really doesn't, if you're looking to move forward, that doesn't do anything for you. It just, it just sucks the time away from you. So make the time a little bit more useful. Cut out a little bit of TV, a little bit of Netflix, a little bit of, you know, whatever you're doing at that time at night before you go to bed and go to bed earlier. Set your clock a little earlier. I've done this. I know you can do it. I know it works. It's not that difficult of an adjustment. It really isn't. So, um, anyways, you you know, if you go to bed a little earlier, set the clock a little earlier to get up, you're still going to have the same amount of sleep. You know, and sleep is extremely important um, to your overall performance. So don't don't shortchange yourself on sleep. If you're sleeping eight nine hours, you could probably get by on a little less, but. If you're like me and you're you're in that five to seven hour range, that's probably what you need. And your body will tell you if you need more sleep or not. So, and, and you know, with getting up a little earlier, you know, I'm going to ask a question, and I can't see you raise hands, but I'm sure I'm going to see a lot of hands go up if I could see you. Is how many of you get up in the morning? You're always running late. You're rushing to get to work. Or rushing to get the kids off to school, hurry up, get their lunches made, get them out the door, get them to the bus, you know, drop them off at school, which means you got to be ready and take off. You know, rushing to get to a doctor appointment, uh, rushing in the morning to get wherever you got to go. And I know there's a lot of you because I'm on the road every morning and I see you guys on the road every morning. And you're the ones still, you know, shaving, still putting makeup on, still eating your breakfast while doing 70, 80 miles an hour. You slam on the brakes, you're swerving, I mean, because you're focused on trying to finish getting ready because you're running late. And, and listen, I'm not knocking anybody. Uh, I spent plenty of years of my life uh, running late all the time. I mean, every morning, get up the last second. You know, throw a, coffee, a cup of coffee down the, the throat and uh, try to grab a snack bar or something uh, as I'm rushing out the door and, you know, come screaming in sideways, uh, you know, wherever I'm supposed to be at at the last possible second or, you know, five or ten minutes late. So, believe me, I get it, and I'm not faulting anybody. I'm not going to, you know, make anybody feel like crap because that's what they do. Hey, that's part of life. I'm trying to do is give you an alternative that might work out a little bit better for you. So, And you'll actually feel better. When you're up early enough and you've done these things and you're ready for life and you get to your job or you get to work on time or a couple minutes early, that's an incredible feeling. So I'm I'm hoping you get to that point. So anyways, um, I know you will initially struggle with some of this change and you may say, "Ah, it's too hard to get up. You know, when I do, how am I supposed to get up even earlier? I know for a fact if your work school hours changed and you had to be there an hour earlier, you'd figure out how to do that, wouldn't you? You could get that done over a weekend. So if it was Friday and your school announced, hey, guess what? Your kids have to be in school an hour earlier. I'm sorry, it's, it's out of our control, but school now starts at 6.45 instead of 7.45. Well, guess what? You're going to change your schedule. You're going to change your sleeping arrangements. You will get up and you'll have to be up earlier. So I know you can do it. It's just a matter of priority. So um, the difference is really, you know, pain versus pleasure. We'll do things. Uh, most of our life is is dictated by pain and pleasure. So we'll do things that bring us pleasure or avoid pain. Those are really the two driving factors that help us make decisions. So it's more pleasurable to stay in bed a little longer, but there's also pain 
when you're late or having to rush. So you make those decisions based on the pain or pleasure level for you. So make the adjustment. Uh, the half hour to hour will give you time for a great proactive start to your day uh, with phenomenal long-term results. And believe me, I am speaking from experience once again. I was the guy that was always late in my 20s, uh, up into my 30s, always running behind. And I see the difference now that um, I'm ahead of schedule, I'm up early, uh, and, and I would not change this for anything. I would never go back. So anyways, um, so that's getting up early. Step two, practice gratitude. Now, I know most of you is like, well, what does that mean? I, I, listen, I, you know, I'm not into that touchy-feely stuff. And, you know, I, listen, practicing gratitude is simple. Everybody can do it. It, it doesn't. It doesn't say anything about you negative. It doesn't make you some, uh, you know, um, next new wave guru or something like that. It's just it's simple stuff that you should do, and it's got fantastic benefits to it. And it can be done in a matter of, of a few minutes. So the great thing about this step is it can be done before you even get out of bed. And I mean it can be done in five minutes or less, um, or it can be done at any time during the morning. But I'm going to say at step two, and I would try to do that as early as you can um, and get it out of the way. But you can do it while you're laying in bed. And just you think of some things, you know, that you should be grateful for, that you are grateful for. And, you know, if you do this while you're still in bed before you can get up, uh, by the time your feet hit the floor, you've gotten two out of six steps out of the way. And it's a great feeling to start the day. So if you're, uh, and here's a, here's a little tip for you too. So uh, as far as getting up early, if you have a Fitbit or some type of uh, tracker that you use or on your wrist, or maybe you have a, a Garmin or maybe you have an Apple Watch, you know, that's got a fitness tracker on it, and you can set an alarm. Like in my Fitbit, I've got a, a silent alarm I can set. Um, so it gets me up every day, just a gentle little vibration on my wrist. It wakes me up. I don't even have to set a regular alarm to where I'd have to get out of bed and shut it off so it didn't wake my wife up. Uh, works out great. I've been using that for years. And uh, it's, uh, if you have access or you already have a, uh, a device like that on your wrist, um, that's a little a little feature you can use. So anyways, um, if you're trying to think of a few things that you could be grateful for, if you struggle with that, I mean, there's some really simple ones, guys and girls. Um, you know, be thankful that you woke up, number one, okay? It's always good on, on the top side of the grass than the bottom side of the grass, right? Um, you know, look down at, you, you know, whatever, you know, extremities you have that you're blessed to have. Uh, if you came with all these standard issue arms, legs, fingers, and toes that most human beings are born with, not everybody has the same equipment when they're born. But the thing is, if you have all the fingers and toes and arms and legs that you were born with, uh, be grateful for that. Right? There's people in this world doing amazing things uh, that are extremely limited physically. Um, so be fortunate that you have, you're able to put on a pair of shoes and run out the door, uh, put a pair of gloves on and when it's cold out, it, you know, whatever. Simple things to be grateful for. Your body, your mind. Having um, a warm bed to sleep in, uh, having family members, uh, whether it's small or large, people that care about you, you know, having your senses, if you can smell, if you can taste, if you can see, you know, those are all things to be grateful for. If you have employment, if you have a job to get up and go to, 
if you have kids that uh, need you to take them to school. But, hey, you got kids. I mean, you got fantastic experiences to raise children. That's awesome. If you got friends and associates, business contacts you're thankful for. If you're living, you know, if you're a U.S. resident and you're living in the United States and the freest country in the world, I mean, that's something to be grateful for. There's a million things. You don't have to state a million things. You could state just a couple. But the point is, when you're practicing gratitude, it is impossible to be sad. It's impossible to be depressed. It's impossible to be angry or upset. It's a positive feeling. And believe me, the more gratitude you put out there, it comes around. It's like karma. Okay, What you put out there comes back around. When you have things in life that you are grateful for but you don't express it, it just it doesn't keep going. It doesn't come back around. You express it, you know, just to yourself, just in your mind, just under your breath, however you want to do it. Uh, everybody's got their own way to do it. But just be gracious. Be You know, have gratitude for the things in your life. Okay, step three. This is an easy one. But uh, hydrate your body and your mind. So what I mean by that is as soon as you get out of bed, I know everybody's got their own routine. Some people go brush their teeth. Some people go to the bathroom first. Some people, you know, go make a cup of coffee or whatever it is. I'm going to suggest that the first thing you do when you get out of bed, stumble out to the kitchen, get a bottle of water, just a standard, you know, the 12-ounce plastic drinking bottle. Uh, actually, I think there's 16-ounce. But drink a complete bottle of water first thing in the morning or as much of it as you can. Because what it does is, number one, it wakes you up. It hydrates, you know, your, your body's been, you know, asleep and, and drying out for seven, eight, nine hours. Okay, so it hydrates your body, all the cells in your body. Also hydrates all the cells in your brain. And it comes alive. It, it, it's thinking clear. It's activating quicker. Uh, it's just, it's absolutely great for you uh, top to bottom. So, I mean, there's a, a million benefits to it, and I won't go into all of it, but um, you won't be disappointed. I know it's a change. Maybe you drink an orange juice first thing in the morning, but that's all sugar. And I love orange juice, and I'm not dissing orange juice, but that's a sugar rush. So you get an instant sugar rush. That's why diabetics uh, will drink orange juice when they're going into um, uh, you know a, a, a bad state of um, uh, low blood sugar or low glucose. Uh, they'll do a shot of uh, orange juice, and that kind of brings them back out of it. So it is high sugar, and it gives you a, a jolt, uh, just like a Mountain Dew would, but it burns off quick, um, and it doesn't really do much to hydrate your whole body. So a uh, big glass of water or a full bottle of water, if you can do it, is a great way to start the day. And uh, I would continue that. I drink a lot of water during the day because it makes me feel good. It flushes my system out. It keeps all my cells um you know, feeling uh, feeling more alive, more vibrant. Uh, and there's a lot of benefits uh, to both your body and your mind for this. So, Okay, this is the end of part one of my morning routine. So make sure you tune in next episode for part two. I'll cover the last three tips to have a complete morning routine. If you like this episode, please rate it and hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me on Instagram at rick underscore silover. Facebook or Facebook Messenger or LinkedIn. And please make sure to check out my Facebook page or join my Facebook group, Collision Mastermind. And last but not least, if you see value in this podcast, please share it with others so I can help serve as many people in our industry as possible. And remember, you don't have to be better than anybody else.
Just be a better version of you than you were yesterday. Thank you.